0: Welcome to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Our world is full of incomplete solutions, leaving people searching for more. God's only solution for all mankind, for all time, is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Grow in relationship with God, your Heavenly Father, because your purpose is far greater than the day-to-day circumstances of life. Let's join Greg for The Solution Radio Show as he shares from God's Word with us today. Thank you for
1: joining us this New Year's Eve. In the teaching segment, we will look at the topic of a new beginning. Because it's this time of year when so many of us are making New Year's resolutions. And we'll look at, from God's word, the new beginning that we have. And then also in our second half, our interview segment is with Karen Schultz. Karen is the Chicago-area city director for Refuge for Women. And it's an interview I trust you'll definitely enjoy. So you want to stick around for that. Let's begin first with God's Word. If you do have a Bible handy and want to follow along, the first couple verses we'll read are in Psalm 119. And with it being the beginning of a new year, so many have good intentions to make New Year's resolutions. The resolutions are usually centered on having a better life, like to be healthier or more prosperous, or to have a solid, loving relationship with others, or to maybe change jobs. Those are some of the typical resolutions that we set. Well, today I'd like to take a look at God's Word, and let's see how God instructs us to have a new beginning. One of the key sections of Scripture for me over the years is in Psalm 119. And I've often said to myself and to others, if we really desire to change, to live the life God intended, Psalm 119 contains some tremendous truth and key. Uh, We'll read here verses 10 and 11. Verse 10, With my whole heart have I sought thee, Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. In life, people seek a lot of different things with their heart. They seek fame and fortune, they seek the good life, comfort, they seek the approval of others. Here in Psalm 119, the psalmist says that he sought God with his whole heart, he longed for God. And then, not only that, in verse 11, it says that he hid or he treasured God's word in his heart so that he might not sin against God. These two verses right here lived in your life will cause a dramatic change for the better. To have a desire for God and to treasure his word in your heart will lead to a relationship with your Heavenly Father that will literally shake your world. God is not hiding. He desires that we come to him and know him intimately. Our intimacy with God is found through his word and in the spirit that we received in the new birth. You know, if you desired to get to know me, you would need to spend time with me. And vice versa, if I desired to get to know you, I would need to spend time with you. Relationships are built on communication over time. God has given us his word, the Bible, so that we might know him, so that we might know his will. He has also given us his spirit. The spirit of God is in every one of God's children. And God's children, we know from Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that God's children are those that believe God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and have confessed Jesus as Lord. That Spirit of God that we receive works within each of us according to God's good will and his good pleasure. Both the written Word of God and the Spirit of God are how God communicates with you. His direction by the Spirit will never contradict the written Word. So let's ask a question. How are we to treasure God's word in our heart? What do we do so that his word becomes our treasure? Number one, we read the Bible. We don't read for quantity's sake. We read to know God's heart. It's a living word. It's alive. And your heavenly father, he will open the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your heart to the great depth contained in the Bible. You might spend days, weeks, or months on one small section of scripture, meditating on it throughout the day, letting your heart marinate in that word of God, building your relationship with the creator of the heavens and the earth. As your relationship with God grows, your life, it will take on a whole new meaning with adventure. You no longer live for yourself or for your own desires. You begin to live to do his will to do the works that he has called you to do, to do the things that have an eternal benefit and bring deliverance and hope to others. In Philippians, we find another key, key verse that can help us in our new beginning. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We are to think as Jesus Christ would think. Remember a few years back, those uh, WWJD bracelets They were around for several years. I don't really see them so much anymore. I think WWJD stood for, what would Jesus do? Well, how about WWJT? What would Jesus think? Because thoughts always precede action. To live as Jesus Christ lived, think like Christ Jesus thinks. Jesus Christ was a humble man. You know, I think in our culture, we often associate humility with weakness. I can assure you Jesus Christ was not weak, but he was humble. He did only those things that his Father showed him to do. He was obedient even unto death. He had a heart of service to the end of doing whatever needed to be done. He is our example of how to think and act. He is Lord of all. What a privilege, what an awesome responsibility we have to think the thoughts of Christ and then to live accordingly. His life has affected all mankind for all time. He is man's Redeemer. He is our Lord and Savior. In Colossians, it says that we have Christ in us. That's remarkable. Christ in us. The Christ in us, that is the Spirit of God we received in the new birth when we believed that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and confessed Jesus as Lord. Talk about a new beginning. That's a new beginning. But just having the Spirit does not mean we will live according to the Spirit. To get to the place of living the new life in Christ, we must treasure God's word in our heart. We must put on the mind of Christ. We need to learn to recognize God's still, small voice. He will make himself known to you. As you meditate on his word, and as you think the thoughts that Christ Jesus thinks you will begin to recognize the Spirit working within your heart and life. You know, I think of Philippians, what is it, chapter uh, 2, verse 13, for it is God who works within you, both to will and to do, of his good pleasure. God works within you to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's the creator of the heavens and the earth. You will recognize that working within the more you spend time with the Father, the more you spend time in his word, meditating on that word, talking to him throughout the day, uh, pray praying, praying really is just talking to God. It's not some formal uh, memorized prayer. Prayer is talking to God and God hears our prayer. Well, another section that I'd like to look at that sort of ties into what we're discussing here about our new beginning is in Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 1 and 2 is what we'll read. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable or your logical service. Verse 2 And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That word conformed here, to be conformed to this world, is to be fashioned or molded into the ways of the world. It's to continue to live as we always lived prior to knowing Christ. To be fashioned by the standards of the world are based on the pride of life and the lust of the flesh. The usual resolutions of the new year, for the most part, for most people, only focus on perfecting the flesh, like lose weight make more money, get a better job, get in a new relationship, and, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. You could fill in the blank. Well, for you and I, those days are over. We now can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Transformed is to be love as God is love. Transformed is to think and to live as Christ thinks and lives. Then we will prove what is that good, and acceptable and perfect or mature will of God. What an awesome new beginning. How are we transformed? We are transformed by putting on the mind of Christ. Remember, the Word of God, it's a living Word. It's alive. It's a pure Word. It's a perfect Word. It's a Word that is filled with righteousness and wisdom. Meditate on that Word and hide God's Word in your heart. Treasure it. Let the word of God and the spirit within transform you to the end that you live out your destiny as a child of God. That's our new beginning as we start a new year. As God's children, we have so, so much to be thankful for. Let's close back in Psalm 119, a couple verses here, uh, prior to verses 10 and 11 that we read. It says here in verse 2, Blessed are they that keep God's word and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts or your word diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy word. O forsake me not utterly. Verse 9, How shall a young man or woman cleanse their way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. By taking heed to God's word. And there's those two verses we read earlier, verses 10 and 11. With my whole heart have I sought you. O let me not wander from your commandments. Your word have I treasured in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, Teach me thy word. God is not hiding. He's right there for you. We just have to desire to spend time with Him, to read His word, to meditate on His word, and to, to trust Him with your heart because He will take good care of your heart. That's your new beginning as you start this new year. Be sure to visit the Solution Radio After this short break, we'll be back with Karen Schultz, the Chicago area city director for Refuge for Women.
0: This is The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Exploring God's solution for all mankind, for all time, Jesus Christ. Our guest today is Karen Schultz. Karen
1: is the Chicago Area City Director for Refuge for Women. Refuge for Women is a national network of restorative aftercare homes for women who have been sexually exploited and trafficked. Refuge for Women offers a woman a safe place to heal and to start over. Prior to joining Refuge for Women, Karen served on the staff of Fox Valley Church in West Dundee for 15 years. I'd like to welcome Karen Schultz to the Solution Radio Show. Welcome, Karen.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Just very glad to be here today. Oh,
1: it's our pleasure. Thank you. Now, can you sort of give us an overview, Karen, of the purpose of Refuge for Women?
2: Absolutely. And I just love that your show today was on new beginnings because that is just what Refuge does. We offer women who have been trafficked and exploited a new beginning in a safe home with a wonderful program where they can experience the unconditional love and the unyielding hope of Jesus, as well as being supported by just an awesome trained staff and group of volunteers.
1: That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about the structure of the three-phase program that you offer for the women and and how it helps them out in their struggles? Sure.
2: Um, We have three phases, and the first phase really focuses on healing from trauma. The women that come in um, certainly suffer from post-traumatic stress syndrome. They're often um, addiction issues and so we work through those during the healing program. We have counseling and we have uh, classes that the women attend throughout that time. The second phase uh, focuses more on life skills and job training and Life coaching, putting together a plan for what will happen Mm -hmm. uh, after they leave the program, and really um, some of the things that you and I might take for granted, just normal rhythms of life like exercise, getting up and eating at the same time every day, uh, we do those things as well.
1: That sounds great. Now, uh, what's the time frame? For those phases,
2: So the whole program uh, is a nine-month program, and a woman can stay an additional three months if she needs a little bit more of transition time. Mm-hmm. And in reality, um, if she needs a little more time than that, we make that work too. We are there to help a woman really walk into the new beginning, uh, the new life that Jesus has for her. And so officially, a woman can graduate at nine months, but if she needs a little more time. We're there for her.
1: Can you tell us a couple stories, Karen, about uh, some of the women that have been helped?
2: Sure. Um, And and for women, uh, there's a common thread uh, through all of our residents that um, we see, and it's a vulnerability. And it might look a little bit different, but there's a vulnerability that is exploited uh, by these people who just sell them again and again and again. So one woman was homeless, and that was her vulnerability here in the Chicago area, and a man befriended her and she thought he was her friend. He offered her a place to stay, and she ended up staying with him for a time. And then after a while, the tables turned, and he needed her, uh, demanded that she would go out and sell herself so that she would provide the rent for the home. Mm. She ended up having several children with him, and she... Um, felt trapped. She didn't want to leave her children. She didn't have a place to go. And through some outreach efforts of some individuals in the area, she got connected to Refuge and is now one of our graduates. She's working and um, working to get her children uh, with great. her. So um, another woman who also one of our graduates, She uh, her vulnerability was a difficult home life. And she fell in love with a man who promised her a fairy tale future. And what he did was he isolated her from her family, moved her several states away, and then uh, pretty soon she was forced to bring in $4,000 a day. Wow. And she escaped, mm-hmm. however, came to refuge and graduated. And um, she's working on a business major right now.
1: Now, these women, how do they find out about the refuge? Do. Um you approach them, or do they approach a church or a community uh, mm-hmm. action group or something yeah, like that? Yeah, great,
2: great question. Several ways that a woman will come to us. Sometimes it's through law enforcement. Mm-hmm. If a law enforcement uh, does a sting or is following someone, and there are several women that are rescued, there are crisis centers, uh, several of them across the United States, where a woman will go for 234 weeks and those centers then work to find a long-term residential placement Mm -hmm. and so we have a good partnership with um, several of those organizations sometimes there are outreach groups in a community that go directly to where the women are being trafficked and exploited and Mm -hmm. will seek to befriend them and develop a a trust relationship and through that sometimes a woman will come to refuge Uh, sometimes a woman on her own will be seeking a way out and go online Mm -hmm. and find us.
1: Find you that way. And find us that
2: way, so many different ways.
1: Now, it's a national organization. Uh, What are some of the other cities other than the Chicago area Mm -hmm. that you're located?
2: So we have several homes in Kentucky, one in uh, the Nevada area, one in the Dallas area that just opened, our Chicago area home here, and then we have a home in the Atlanta area that should be opening next year and several others that have begun the conversation with refuge. So we would just love to be, uh, have a refuge home regionally throughout the United States so that we can find the best place for a woman to heal.
1: If you just tuned in on uh, the Solution Radio Show here on WYLL 1160 AM in Chicago, we have as our guest Karen Schultz, who is the City Director for Refuge for Women for the Chicago area. Very interesting. Now, in the Chicago area, how prevalent is the trafficking of women? Is there a lot of that going on?
2: Uh, there is, and several years ago, I certainly was aware of the trafficking that was happening internationally, but was unaware of the extent that it was happening here in my own beautiful Chicagoland area. So in our area, uh, there are between 16 to 25,000 women and girls that are trafficked and exploited each year, and that happens in a number of ways. Online seems to be uh, the new way of, uh, that men and women sell other human beings, kind of like online brothels. Mm. The hotel industry is a location now. Uh, Chicago has quite a lot of hotels and a great travel infrastructure. So um, women are sold through those avenues, massage parlors, escort services. The I-90 expressway system is considered a pipeline from uh, Chicago Schomburg, Rockford, and back again, where mm. women are moved back and forth. So the Chicagoland area, just by nature of it being an urban area, just has quite a lot of women and girls that are trafficked.
1: It's wonderful that you guys are there to, to help them.
2: Mm-hmm. Very grateful.
1: Now, are there telltale signs in a person's life that they're being trafficked or exploited? In other words, how could someone like myself reach out to that person to help them, You know, to get them in touch with you? Is there, there is something that just the average person might... Uh, or should take notice of?
2: That's a good question. It, it's hard because it is an underground industry, a uh, business, and it is a business—high profit, low risk for mm-hmm. those who who profit. Um, but you can uh, kind of see uh, women that tend to be—they're never alone. Maybe they're always escorted by an older man, particularly if it's a younger woman, eyes down oftentimes not very communicative. Sometimes when a woman uh, comes into an emergency room or sees a health care provider, um, she's not alone. Uh, she has unusual wounds or health issues and does not often give up a lot of information. So there is a growing awareness and training going on mm-hmm. for uh, healthcare providers, law enforcement, even in schools, so that individuals, social workers can recognize the signs and know how to have a conversation with a woman and maybe draw out that information that she might not readily give up um, out of fear.
1: Now, can you give us a couple more stories of women that have been helped and things sure. you've seen happen?
2: Sure. Um, and if you go on our website, too, there are several uh, video stories there of women that have graduated. What's and the web address? It's uh, www.refugeforwomen.org. Okay. And then there's a drop-down menu for all the different locations. But on there, you can see some stories. And the one woman's uh, story that's on there, I won't give it away because I want people to go to the website right. and okay. kind of check us out. But um, at the end of her little story, she says... Um, And when I get married, I will wear white. Mm. And she just got married this summer. And so just kind of a really great celebration uh, with her. So uh, that's always good when a story ends up up like that. There is another story, a woman who for four years uh, was trafficked. And the only human contact that she had was with uh, the man who sold her and the men who bought her. Mm. So for four years. Uh, You can just imagine that type of soul devastation. Um, She is in our program right now. She's a part of the program, and uh, she just is so grateful that she has a safe, warm bed. She has food every day. She has people who love her and who believe in her Mm -hmm. and know that God has great plans for her, and so she is doing really well in our program right now, and we look forward to her graduating. Uh, We have had a woman, and this is okay. As I said, once you are part of the Refuge family, we we stand with you. She uh, went through our program, graduated, kind of started out, and hit a little rough patch. And because we know that, because we keep contact with our graduates and our residents, um, she came back through the program. So she is the one resident who has graduated twice from our program, and she's doing really great right now.
1: That's wonderful. Now, you're available to uh, speak at churches or other organizations, mm-hmm. right, about
2: Absolutely. the background?
1: Okay. Yeah. And then if we have any of our listeners that would be interested in either volunteering their time or maybe they want to mm-hmm. donate funds. I believe you're a 501c3. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, what is the best way for them to get a hold of you? You gave the website earlier, mm-hmm. but are there other things as well they could do?
2: Sure, uh, definitely going to the website, and they can contact me through that. They just do find the Chicago drop-down menu and, and contact me through that. Uh, we have a wonderful Facebook page, so mm-hmm. they can uh, find us on Facebook. But I will say, because we do have several sites, make sure it's Refuge for Women Chicago Facebook. Okay. Otherwise, you'll be going to the other sites. And then um, we are having an awesome event coming up uh, in May where Juliana Zobrist, right? We are Chicagoland. Right. That's Ben's
1: and, wife, right? Yes, yeah. but
2: she is a wonderful vocalist and speaker in her own right. And she is going to be a part of our uh, program, our fundraiser in May. So you definitely want to follow us on Facebook or at our website to find out about that.
1: Excellent. I'll put up links for both of those on our website. So that people can contact you that way. Uh, Karen Schultz, thank you so much for joining us today from uh, Refuge for Women.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
1: God bless you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on the Solution Radio Show.com.
0: Please visit our website. The Solution Radio Show archives are available at the Solution Show.com, along with resources to encourage and help you in your walk with God. The Solution Radio Show is supported by listeners like you. Make a donation today to join in sustaining God's work at the thesolutionradioshow.com. You've been listening to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, and we thank you for joining us today. God bless you. You are God's very best.